This podcast highlights our personal opinions and does not represent the views of the Department of History and Political Science and Andrews University. Hey guys, welcome to another episode of this podcast. And so the topic for today revolves around the basis of political affiliations. In particular, the conversations and debates um, students have on college campuses. Now, as students of Andrews University, we often stray towards the issues that undoubtedly brings forth our way of thinking, hence where we lie politically. Now, for those who don't know, Andrews University is a private seven-day Adventist institution. And for previous generations of alumni, they are generally a lot more um, conservative than the current student body. So now we're going to talk and look upon the things and misconceptions on the various groups. Okay, so our topic today is pretty lengthy. It's a, it's a wordy topic. It's political underrepresentation in campus discourse. So we're talking about the views on campus that get talked about a lot but don't get represented as much or are not being given the same platform. To be more specific, we're talking about the complaints given from conservatives on campus using social media, particularly on this Instagram page called Conservative AU Student, um, where they guess they're just, this is the platform and according to its little slogan here, it's the only place you can share your conservative opinions. So let's begin with a few, a few posts. Karina, would you, yeah, okay. please read? Uh, we're reading the long one. Okay. Mm-hmm. So one of the posts on this uh, Instagram page read: Andrews has always been proud of their diversity of race, ethnicity, and backgrounds. It follows logically then that with this eclectic assortment of ideologies comes various views on politics. However, time has proved increasingly clear that only one political ideology is acceptable on this campus, and anyone that deviates from this is deemed abnormal, callous, and vindictive. (laughs) Vitriolic. (laughs) Every time. And vitriolic. The broad statements made by both faculty and students that ostracize conservatives, bash the U.S. president, and mistakenly equate voting records with morality are what many consider to be the most frustrating most frustrating about the political climate of Andrews University. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Chucked full of biased language. I'm just going to put that out there. But that's maybe the point, right? It's, it I'm is. Really attacking I mean, what, do you, what do you expect from, from a social media account? Yeah. This is an anonymous is thing on the media? internet. Yeah. So. Yeah. yeah. True. Yeah. But this, this provides a perfect um, platform to just, you know, just lash out what, what you really think of. Mm-hmm. I didn't. Mm-hmm. I didn't really interpret this so much as lashing out. Mm-hmm. Honestly, I I understand in a way. Like, I don't necessarily agree. Obviously, but they make a really good point. Like in the end, uh, one of the last ones was mistakenly equate voting records with morality. That's the one that I never really caught, and I've read this 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 one post over and over again, and that's the one that only just now hit me, and that's like a legitimate complaint. Okay. Like, all right, that makes more sense. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, you, you And, like, if I've read this so many times and I'm just now realizing, oh, they have a point, what was wrong with the way I was reading it in the first place? And I feel like I was probably getting in the way of actually 
acknowledging some of their statement. Wow, yeah. great Jews right in the beginning. <laughs> <laughs> well, in, in a way, like they're they're talking about it because in in certain instances, I guess a lot of it will revolve around stuff happening in chapel, because in in regards to that, you know, to those that do go to chapel, mm-hmm. you know, they they want to hear something. Um, in regards to you know um, the religious stuff, the Adventist ideals through a speaker, right? And then in mm-hmm. in reality, in some instances, not in all instances, of course, but you will have people that that are invited to speak, and they will talk, and then in the end, they'll use a political example yeah. to further explain um, what the message of their you know their sermon or their mm-hmm. their um, their story is. Which in in some cases, then yes, I feel like in some cases it'll be like whoa, why you got to bring that up? Like, how does this relate in regards? You're going to have, like, one small thing, like, whether it comes to voting or even a specific um, administration action and make that entirely in relation to what you're preaching about. So in a way, you can see where they're coming from, the conservatives on this page. When it gets to chapel, I get a little bit more, like, eh about it. Like, I understand if you if you want to complain about the general atmosphere on campus then I can see I can see a reasoning behind that. Mm-hmm. Chapel, on the other hand, I don't know. With that, I just get a little bit like, eh, I don't care so much about that because, like, chapel's always going to offend people. That's true. Like, I don't yeah. know. Like, I go to lectures that are on, like, very basic things like, I don't know, I'll go to a history lesson and it turns into a sermon, right? <laughs> this is a way you're just going to a sermon and it turns into a political stance. It's like, like, I'll go to class one day and we're supposed to be talking about, like, I don't know, African societies in the 15th century and it turns into by the end a, like a massive gay bashing like mm-hmm. thing oh. and <laughs> how did we get to this guys no I'm not joking <laughs> like, I, like I'll go to hear one thing and it turns into something completely different and it pisses me off and I don't like hearing it but I'm used to it right I feel like it's kind of the same mm-hmm. thing and they're just it's they're they're experiencing the exact same thing that I do mm-hmm. and it's just it's annoying. And, and, it's... and definitely, I will say there's also that experience the other way around in the classroom as well, depending on who it is. So yeah. It goes both ways. For sure. I feel like that's just something you yeah, yeah, deal yeah. with. Yeah, no, that's something like you're at a college campus where people have different views. You're going to have to be exposed to them, like deal with it. Yeah, and you're not going to be expecting it because it's just going to come out of nowhere. Yeah. And that's just going to happen. Mm-hmm. I feel like with chapel, with things like that, and they're talking about a certain professor made this comment, I have less sympathy on that in that regard which i don't know on, on what like okay uh there's like uh, um here's one uh another post read i dropped out of andrews and i'm going elsewhere this semester after only a semester there their chapels are just about social justice instead of the bible and in some of my classes professors were praising abortion that's unfortunate if you disagree with that i'll admit like you disagree tragic okay. But also, the same thing happens at the uh, the exact opposite. Like, I would be probably the opposite of, of opinions of this person, but I experienced the exact same sort of thing. Just mm-hmm. at a different place. Are you saying that, or just yeah? It's like you just switch up the classes, and the exact opposite is going to be happening. Just it's the same situation. Just mm-hmm. switch around the opinions. Yeah, if you flip it up. Okay. Yeah. I I will say I have more um, sympathy for chapel specifically because it is something that is mandated to go to. Um, if it was something that had like was an any more degree of choice than it does, I wouldn't necessarily 
feel nearly as bad because they're choosing to go to that. Yeah. Like they, they could just choose not to, but then again, they can't there, really there is, choose yeah. not to because there's so, a minimum requirement for exactly. All so they have yeah. to go or pay a fine. So the basically at that point, you could from a like a certain angle look at it as get preached to for an hour or pay money, which. Yeah. Is, that yeah. could be for an entirely different topic because yes, that, that yeah, is, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> oh no, 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 that's diff- definitely dipping that's, into that's something but, else. But, but that is one point. Mm-hmm. That is one point for some of these people that are when they do go to chapel and hear it, they're like, oh, okay, I'm getting this as a mandatory thing, and look, hey, I'm also hearing stuff that I don't agree with. You know, what more? What yeah. else? What else can Andrews throw at and me? And being <laughs> made to feel bad because of my political leanings. I guess for me, how I relate to people is not through the post, because I can read the post and feel the emotion, whatever, but I would want to talk to someone from that side. And so, cueing Mm -hmm. Brandon, (laughs) talk to us more a bit about your your side. (sighs) All right, so one second, let me just pull up the post again for reference. Mm -hmm. Uh, Also introduce... What? Like also introduce like well, what is your po- political affiliation? Sorry. Oh yeah. yeah. Introduce um, yourself. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So um, my name is Brendan. If you don't know, and I want to say hi, Brendan. <laughs> um, and I tend politically. Um, I can kind of tend to be all over the place, but I would say I um, lean mostly towards. Um, moderate conservative um definitely in a more kind of um libertarian small government direction um but there are lots of exceptions in there so i try to take it a much on a much more um issue by issue basis but i would say overall that's probably the closest to um as far as where i am i definitely do lean right though mm-hmm. okay okay yeah now in your experience do you find many people on this campus agree with you on a lot of those stances? Or do you find that you're more on the more isolated end? As in feeling, I guess, pressured or... Do you feel like there's a lot of people here that... Oh, man. What, when you express your political mm-hmm. views, what are you met with? Are you met with, you know, agreeable, let's talk about this mutually, or what's um, your experience been? It really depends. Um, I will say one of the uh, um, one of the things that kind of I guess set me on edge, um, at least when I was here, was uh, freshman orientation week. Um, I guess you could say mm-hmm. it did feel like there was a little bit of the same complaints kind of for chapel, mm-hmm. um, similar kind of stuff. Um, I'm not going to um, like attribute that to like the behavior of the entire campus. Um, but I, it definitely, um, I guess, started me off on the wrong foot um, and left me kind of a little bit wary. And then also seeing some of the, because um, there, I do feel like there are a lot of people who um, would disagree with a lot of my uh, opinions that I have. And uh, seeing them oftentimes very strongly um, at either advocating theirs or um, advocating specifically against um, ones that I hold or similar uh, stances has made me very careful as to where I actually try to um, bring up my personal opinions. I'm very open to political discussion, but I generally try to keep it more 
just, I try to keep myself out of it more. Um, because as soon as I put myself in there, that's, I feel definitely exposed. Exposed, but sense. would you say underrepresented? Because that's what we're talking about today. Um, I think that, uh, I think there are a decent amount of um, people at Andrews who have conservative beliefs. I don't think it's as big of a um, demographic, but I think it's a bigger demographic than you might think, um, certainly based on the um, amount of, uh, uh, like, uh, representation, whatever you want to call it, um, mm -hmm. that mm -hmm. those views get. Because um, I have met lots of um, people um, with similar kinds of um, views on things that I don't really want to, like, oh, hey, another conservative, like, yeah. I don't think you'll ever reach a point and be like, oh, yes, my fellow conservative is here, you know, <laughs> instead of saying, hey, that's one of my boys or that's one of my friends. Mm -hmm. Like, mm -hmm. unless, like, your entire conversation is political in nature. And I think that's also one of the, the reasons why I guess it's different in, and it should be like in a case by case sense because mm -hmm. it's how you prioritize um, discussing, you know, um, political stuff. Because mm -hmm. I guess it's easier for us, like I guess for people right now that are talking, you know, mm -hmm. is we have a more, um, our conversations tend to get very political just because of what we study yeah. or mm -hmm. more like what is what is our yeah. actual interest yeah. whereas if you have someone that's studying mls or you have someone that's studying chemistry mm -hmm. or culinary mm -hmm. or agriculture yeah. mm -hmm. of course it's gonna oh maybe agriculture who knows mm -hmm. but but um of course you're not gonna be like hey man what is your political affiliations bro i, mm -hmm. I want to talk to you about like certain <laughs> stuff and stuff yeah. unless like you're really close with the person and that is the topic of the conversation yeah. Yes, but, and yeah. I guess that goes to the question of where these conversations being had, where the, the political arenas or environments that these individuals on Instagram um, feel like they're not being, you know, they're being marginalized. Yeah. If they've, they've mentioned chapel and we wanted to note that it seems as though from the accounts that it's they're not having a problem with... Um, Andrews is at the, uh, the at the institutional level, like they're not bringing this, you know, um, to Andrews at that level. But it's they're more addressing the like what Karina called the interpersonal. They're more addressing. Yeah, it's it's not social. so much institutional. It's not like the administration has an issue. It's more like on a cultural level between people yeah. at the mm -hmm. university. Yeah, and that could arguably hard be harder to solve than at an institutional level. I would say, well. like. This is the sort of thing that I feel like there are certain people in administration where they would be like, this is a problem, and they would try to intervene and make it worse. Like, <laughs> yeah, make it worse. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah, no, no they, let's create a committee. They do. It's, uh, yeah. it's, it's what they do. And, like, yeah, I felt no. like that's a lot, a lot of what was happening at freshman orientation was it was them like trying to preemptively solve problems that hadn't existed. There were a lot. There was a yeah. lot of that. Really? Like, okay. You you guys got to run that back because I was a transfer student, so I have no idea how your freshman orientation experience <laughs> was. Me neither. I so. I don't remember most of it because <laughs> I remember a lot of it. it was like, <laughs> right. No. Okay. I wish I did. It was the end of summer. I didn't want to be there. I was watching TV like in the back row with my headphones in, so I wasn't paying a whole lot of attention. I just remember. If, okay, hold up. Let me. It was this dude, right? 
Yes. Yeah. He teaches um, criminal law. Yeah, he's the vice president for diversity and inclusion. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, VP Nixon. Yep. I mean, I wasn't going to say that, but yes. Oh, okay. Because um, there literally is a committee for it, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, okay. And it's because I'm pretty sure this university has more of a history of being a lot more conservative, and now that there's a lot more liberal, I mean, they it's, have a, a, lot it's more a college. Exposure. Yeah. It's a college yeah. campus. Most people here so swing left. So what you're describing is like the, the exposure for liberal, I guess, for liberal ideas is a lot higher. Yeah. Yes, and we okay. also see it's this predominantly liberal campus. Mm-hmm. Like that's. Yeah. I don't know if you read the student movement, but it's no. very liberal. I read it the, today, and yeah. yeah the, the if you look, pay attention to the last word by yeah, Alexi definitely. Decker, yep. Very. What was very it about? Uh, this one was yeah. toxic. <laughs> this one was toxic masculinity. Toxic masculinity. And it was <laughs> oh, who reviews these papers? I just want to know. She does. <laughs> I don't review don't them. You work I'm for that? just a writer. But I'm isn't it? No, no, writer. it's the it's the professor it's a, who's in charge of the student, like who's sponsoring the student movement. So I think probably. it's one of the English professors. Oh, don't quote I'm me sure. on that. Yes. Okay. <laughs> but yeah, English yeah. liberal. It's, which which makes yeah. sense, of course. You know. Yeah. yeah. So their their voices. They have more platforms, let's say, more more interest to, like, more opportunity to be heard. Is that what we're saying? The liberals? Okay. Yeah. And this mm-hmm. sort of transition from historically conservative to now a little bit more liberal. Yeah. It would yeah. be it would be interesting if, pro- it's probably in the library, but get a student movement paper from, like, the 60s or 70s mm-hmm. and then compare it to, like, something here. And That's see the thing. It. It's Even then, it was pretty liberal. I know my, my dad was on it back in oh, the 80s. Okay. And so I could be wrong. No, because think about it. Journalism's always been a bit more That's liberal. True, yeah. Like I, I, kn- I know a lot of the people that used to work on it because they're all my dad's friends now, <laughs> and they like come over on Sabbaths and like talk and stuff. And so, because I mean, they all live at like by the GC, and they're all very, very liberal. Mm-hmm. Because it's, I mean, it's the newspaper. It's Andrew's journalism. Yeah. They used to get in a lot of problems, and they would. Oh, that's why take things into their own. That's why they they filter their content, in a way. Hmm? Did they filter their content in a way in regard because you said they were having issues? Oh, I'm talking about back in the '80s. Oh, okay. Well, that's what I was saying. Like, what what is it? Do you see that big of a difference in in regards to what is approved to be published in these papers compared mm-hmm. to now? Like, what would it be like if you if you're a writer, and you tend you just you you know, instantly just have like a a conservative um viewpoint and then you do write a segment of it and it gets sent to whoever is a professor or a committee that approves it well it all went back to the editor and the editor was a student okay okay i can't remember if they were undergrad or grad student i don't remember because i wasn't paying attention like is it okay like oh that's okay i mean even though you got a conservative thinking it's fine i mean this is student paper so of course Mm -hmm. yeah that's that's a big that's a big question i think it's Mm. an important one as well this reminds me of one of the other posts, which was about a student who wrote a paper, and then mm-hmm. did you find it? Uh, oh, that was uh, yes. Here we go. There was another one that uh, mentioned something similar, but here we go. So, uh, in my college writing class, um, in my college writing one class, I briefly mentioned free speech in one of my essays. Basically, I mentioned that people have the right to say things that risk offending others, and how it's not hate speech. My professor sat there uncomfortably, sh- shifting. <laughs> uncomfortably in his seat before saying let's talk about your essay in a very slow and thoughtful way as i expected into my amusement he told me to change the part about hate speech mm-hmm. now this is his college essay and this is not 
going to re- reach as many readers and patronage no, no. as the student movement, let's say. Mm-hmm. So say this individual wanted to write for the paper, like back to what Ephraim said, was would they be a filter on him? Would they be a social... I don't think he would be able to get anywhere near it. And this is maybe the heart of the, the problem then. Mm-hmm. And the more I think about this whole topic and the more accounts that I'm reading... Mm-hmm the more convinced I am that they do have a point. Mm-hmm. And I don't think I would use underrepresented. That's not the word. No, I, I don't use. think that's the right word. I think It's not. Yeah. Marginalized, maybe. Maybe closer, maybe, maybe warmer. Maybe that's more true Marginalized sounds a bit m- too intentional to me. Or is that just me? But I think very that, intentional? But I like think the that they're... I think that it's the... I think the thing is, it's intentional by a... Few, there are a few specific individuals who for who it is very intentional. Mm-hmm. And the rest um, just aren't thinking about it. Yeah, that's the thing. I don't like censor myself in general conversations with people mm-hmm. because I'm afraid that they're specifically going to like lash out at me for it. <laughs> I know. censor myself because I'm sitting in the cafeteria and people like all the tables around me can probably hear me and if they hear <sighs> something like out of context, mm-hmm. cross, and suddenly yeah, I'm just just hear like that small segment. Of yeah, no, no, like yeah, and be like, hold yeah. up. Yeah, no, I, I do, like I'm not about to try to make a scene in the middle of my dinner. Yeah, and so of course, um, but it's not like it's not I, like I'm trying to. Yeah, yeah but 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 like what, what you're saying, like it's it's not like you're you're having like some radical, um, conversation where it's like no, no. Know, going on and, and all this and then you're trying to make a scene but the thing is is like you know being conservative and mm-hmm. being liberal like of course you're gonna have those kinds of conversations yeah but the way that you were the way that you were talking about it is like you were you were talking something radical and that is like a small portion of it gets overheard and uh, then you're just like whoa hold up i think the problem is that um the reactions that i feel like a lot of people um have nowadays um almost no matter what it is, um, are the same reactions to if it was some radical idea. Um, so no matter what it is, as long as it tends to be a conservative-leaning belief, and certainly if it has any, like if it's within a mile radius of anything Trump, then mm-hmm. it's mm-hmm. suddenly like it's in the crosshairs as far as this is something that can be Yes, and you attacked. kind of, you can kind of guess why because mm-hmm. this president is very controversial to say yes. the least yeah, yeah, yeah. and not many people are happy with his administration mm-hmm. how he's sort of carrying yeah. out so like what we were talking about the other day about straw men and the yep. logical fallacy of creating this um this what am i looking for like what am i looking for this, this unrepresentative um <laughs> conservative bigot and now everyone who's a conservative is just you know directly linked to the the extreme Mm -hmm. you know so sorry i I zoned out for a little bit so essentially like if you hear one tiny little bit of conservative leaning that must mean they are trump supporter and if they're a trump supporter if they voted for trump that means they're morally bad yes yes Mm -hmm. yes right and that's so a tiny bit of this you follow it through and automatically assume they're evil people. Like yeah. Because yeah. That, that's yeah. all on the basis of assumption. Yes. And that is yes. a big one. That's one of the big things that happen when, especially when you hear students talk to each other about mm-hmm. it. It's like you assume, just like mm-hmm. saying when, when conservatism, in in Andrews could even could easily or just can be arguably, 
um, fall into two categories, which is from the religious standpoint and also from the presi- from the political, which is slash the presidential standpoint, because we always think about, you know, this administration and what it does, but also you have the religious standpoint, which is what does the Bible interpret, right? And and there, that, that falls into its own conversation because you're now assuming that conservatism and being... Trump is the same. And, you know, and religious things are the same. Yeah. yeah. So. I'm going to say those are two completely different things. Of course. <laughs> yes. In my opinion. <laughs> we should also talk about that eventually. Um, I, I'm going to say that I... Yeah, but I think that um, they're two completely separate things that happen to share a name. Um, and so people will definitely conflate them. But I think that um, I don't necessarily experience that as much. For example, like I've, um, my family has been more politically conservative, but more religiously um, liberal, I guess you could say. Um, And so I don't necessarily, um, I guess I don't necessarily, um, I can't really identify with that, but I also don't necessarily feel like that is, has a huge bear. I think, like, sure, you have some people who will conflate that, but I don't think most people are, are um, doing that. I don't think that a lot of people are going around trying to, um, like, attack or um, argue with other people based on their religious um, beliefs or holdings because of the fact that this is religious, especially um, within, like, the... Um, campuses like institutional religion I feel I don't like that's just not something that happens very often so I don't think that that's necessarily something that um, it's definitely not something I'm super worried about in this context so on the religious side there's a lot more unity it's more when it comes to political conservatism yes that there's there becomes conflict I don't know it's just in my mind the whole time I was just hearing like people think they need to be like they need to be woke constantly and so, like, they hear anything, and it's just like, no, I gotta jump on that and correct this person. Mm-hmm. You don't need to correct that person. If anything, yeah. listen to them. Make sure that you actually have a decent understanding. And I don't know, just that's it. You don't need to do anything. I saw um, a really interesting thing in my uh, communication skills um, textbook from last <laughs> the semester. Whole places. <laughs> mm-hmm. Reading the textbook. Yeah. <laughs> I know, yeah, the only time I did. Um, <laughs> but reading it, um, and it was talking about, um, uh, it was talking about, uh, different viewpoints and, um, uh, like the generalized other, basically like society's view. Um, and then it was saying that kind of like at the end, it was saying that we all contribute to society's view. So it's our job to like, make sure it's right. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. That didn't sit well with me at all. What? You? It's mm-hmm. because the way that it came across to me was if someone else is saying something that you disagree with them, you are obligated to go and show them how right you are. And and that's how you keep arguing. <laughs> yeah. And I. That yeah. doesn't help anything. Yeah, but it because it's not like I like. Let me just um like dispel any um any uh word um sorry misconceptions um i like or um uh questions uh i don't 
at all. I am like a huge, as you probably guess, um, free speech advocate. So I'm not saying that um, people shouldn't go and engage in ideas and try to better society at yeah. all. I think that's exactly mm -hmm. what they should be doing. But there's a difference between going and trying to engage with other people um, in order to benefit society. And then you have going and engaging with other people so that you can prop up your own viewpoint while making sure theirs are suppressed. Yeah, you're not going to correct them. You're going to there to discuss. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. There's a very important difference. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Well, I, I also think is like if we, yeah, you mentioned that. I feel like that's more in the long run. But remember that we're at a point in our lives because we are college students mm -hmm. and there's a university where you are probably this is the depending on uh, depending on your career right but mm -hmm. at this point this is probably the most you're gonna see where all of the different ideas and ideologies mm -hmm. are being i guess presented in front of you yeah. <laughs> for you to hear mm -hmm. right and of and of course people react differently right depending on what is presented towards them especially if they feel you know very um whether in in defense to it or it offends them so what you have is like you know you're depending on the person you're not going to change what they think about it there is in some issues mm -hmm. right like even even in um in women's ordination all right i'm going to bring that up <laughs> right and for some mm -hmm. people, even for some students or in for, for professors in general or for the speakers that are being invited here, no matter how much they're being, they're saying or they're talking about a certain viewpoint, you cannot change, you cannot change it. Mm -hmm. However, based on the stuff that is presented, you know, that enables you to think from their perspective. And in a way, the next step would be whether you know you're like are you gonna i guess um be influenced by it and be like oh maybe maybe um that person makes some sense in regards to it or to another point to where oh i never thought of it that way let me hear more of it it just out of curiosity but you just have to remember like in the general sense of what i'm, I'm just saying is like um for a college institution or just for the student body in general this is the most um I guess um, this is the time in your life where you're going to be exposed to um, different opinions and ideas mm -hmm. by people along your same age range, right? Mm -hmm. Your same grade level, your same, I won't say your same intellect, but the same, um, <laughs> the same um, academic level. Yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. I mean, that, that's, just, that's just my shared opinion. academic purpose. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's just my opinion. Yeah. No, I completely agree. And it's, I think that that's one of the reasons why it feels so much, um, more disappointing that um, this is a place that it is that um, this phenomenon seems to be especially strong and not just um, we've been talking about Andrews but um, I will note this is a complaint that is pretty common across most colleges in the United States um, so but at least on Andrews I think it's um, a real shame because I do want to be able to go out and discuss ideas with other people and learn more from other people who I've never met and be able to have that conversation with them. But I don't feel like I can engage in that, at least in a way that is actually meaningful. Like I can't engage in that full conversation because I'm ha hamstringing myself 
because of the um, fear of retaliation of someone who might be sitting well, at a different okay. table? What I would say is um, don't hold back. Don't sort of censor yourself. You did that because of like discernment and yeah, like, yeah, yeah. feeling out the environment and everything. Yeah, yeah. But I think in order, if we, if we are all, you know, people who want to engage in discourse and in a mm-hmm. very respectful way, there's a sense of having to put yourself out there. Mm-hmm. Like, these are my views. Mm-hmm. Maybe I'm still mulling over them. I'm still thinking. I'm still mm-hmm. considering and whatever. But then you have to be open. That's, I think, mm-hmm. the first step. And um, going into it, your mentality, like what we were saying, should not be too correct. Mm-hmm. Because, like, um, you could go away with it with a perspective change. Or you could go away with it with, like, agreeing to disagree Mm -hmm. but then you can always do that in a respectful way but you shouldn't censor yourself or you know hold back in that sense for fear of retaliation because ideally both of you are you know on the same page the the problem there is that Mm. it's ideally yeah and in that like, ideal situation, that's exactly what I want to yeah. happen so that I can do that. Like but that, so that, fine, that works here at this table mm-hmm. when it's you. Mm-hmm. But I'm tr- I was thinking, like, like what if, like, okay, the election was in, what, 2015? 2016? Mm-hmm. 16? Damn. Yeah. 2016. So mm-hmm. I was 16 then. Mm-hmm. Uh, if, I don't know, what's the legal age voting in the presidential election? 18. 18? 18? Yeah, okay, so what if I was 18, right? I mean, that's relatively still... I am 18, right? It's still relatively young, mm-hmm. right? I'm 18, I'm a little confused, I don't know what's happening, I vote, and, like, imagine I voted for Trump, and then I'm here at that same time, right after that, mm. and I went to the cafeteria, or, like, I don't know, sitting down near with the your, student center. With your mm-hmm. Make America Great Again badge on your backpack. I don't know if I did that, but anyway. <laughs> <laughs> right, imagine if I wanted to start a conversation with someone. Mm. And I'm saying, okay, I just went out and I voted. I voted for Trump. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't think I would be able to have a conversation and then talk, like, have a decent relationship with many people after mm-hmm. saying that. Like, people that I personally think are great people, I don't think I could go back and continue a decent relationship with certain people because of that. Like, if I said that to them, I think that could break things. Mm-hmm. Politics are deeply polarizing, and it's yeah. reflected in American society, and so obviously, why wouldn't it be reflected on college campuses? It would. I'm just saying, like, like I, I thought about it more from, like, if I conducted an experiment where I went to the cafeteria and told people, hi, I'm a Trump supporter, I'd like to have a discussion with you. Mm-hmm. I thought about it, I was like, well, that's an experiment I could do. But then I also thought to myself, there's no way I'm ever going to do that, because mm-hmm. what if people thought I was serious? Yeah. And the fear Yo. that hit <laughs> me, what if people thought I was a Trump supporter? I was terrified okay. for a moment, and I was like, wait, what about the people who actually are? Mm-hmm. Like, what kind of fear are they living in? That sucks. Mm-hmm. That would be a terrible situation to be in if you actually live here, you're stuck here for four years, mm-hmm. right? I would hate to be in that situation, but there are people here mm-hmm. that are like living that. There are people, yeah, I'm not a, like, I am definitely not a, like, Trump supporter, but I definitely um, live with a similar fear of being blanket, um, mm-hmm. like categorized as a Trump supporter, yeah. just because I have, yeah. like maybe Trump adjacent views, you could say. Yeah, like after doing that, I would avoid the student center. I I mm-hmm. wouldn't want to go back, and yeah. that's that's not fair. 
really. And that's not something that can be fixed by, you know, complaining to a staff member, really. Mm-hmm. Because it's a personal thing. It's... I it's, think the same thing can happen with staff members. That's another reason I've kind of um, self-censored because I have heard rumors of um, certain professors um, grading or um, at least interacting differently based on um, political views. Mm. I don't know how true it is. but I can believe it because I've heard a story of them, like a professor grading differently based on race. Yeah. So, I don't... Like, it has enough truth that <laughs> I don't, I'd rather not risk it and like yeah. shoot myself in the foot when I'm trying to like get my education. Mm-hmm. And so as a result, I just end up like not even just opening that basket. Yeah. I don't know. It's just, it, there's a problem and it's definitely not something that you can just say, this is a problem and have it fixed. Mm-hmm. It's, mm-hmm not something that you can like create a board for or mm-hmm. have a committee it's an actual change that needs to ex- exist in a massive group of people mm-hmm. and that's not something you can just ask for yeah. it has to be something that person to person people start implementing and mm-hmm. it would have to spread very very slowly over time as people mm-hmm. adapt and yeah. i think here's an interesting idea um <laughs> i because we have been saying that the um, uh, the uh, college can't really do very much to um, help this problem, um, and I largely agree. But um, thinking about it, I do think there are, um, for example, the student movement. There is a um, the major paper on campus um, is very much um, left leaning, and that's the only. Paper yeah, that there is. If, the yeah, yeah, but mm-hmm. at that point, the it's more word, so that the they. Literal last word it's, is it's that at that point, it's more so they can say we have a conservative. So. Yeah. No, they're a bunch of conservatives. It's kind of split half and half. It's just that the liberals tend to get bigger sections, like the opinions mm-hmm. and the ideas. And yeah, but for example, um, like if a another um, if right now like a similar group, um, whether official or not. Um, mm-hmm. more conserv- that was more conservative-leaning and wanted to publish their own um, sort of um, paper mm-hmm. um, uh, just popped up, like, what do you think the reaction would be? Rage. Yeah, I think that that's the case. I don't think that... Well, are you, are you talking about a conservative piece? Like, anything that resembles a conservative... What if there was a group of people agenda? that started publishing something for conservative viewpoints? Like... Like okay, like how would you Huffington define Post like for conservatives on Andrews campus? Like, what if that was a okay. thing? Okay. People would be so mad. They'd get really angry. Mm-hmm. Oh no. Like they'd be like, "Why are you letting this exist here when it clearly stands for everything that's bad?" Like I can see how that would go. Because yeah. like, uh, I don't know. I don't read student movement. I I don't think I've ever seen a copy. But my sister has because she's graphic design, so she sees a lot of these things that are published on campus. And I don't know, she was talking to me over Christmas break about, oh, this. she saw this one conservative thing, and they were just going off, and I was like, hey, like... dives into this class. <laughs> oh, there cool. Okay. Oh, it's actually paper. That's so cute. And if you notice this whole new design... Mm-hmm. I re- there's a lot of things I really like That's about it, and there design? are some articles that I've read that are really good. It looks mm-hmm. like a newspaper. Um, yeah. yeah, there's definitely lots of things to like. 
But yeah, on that back page is the um, last word there. The masculinity detox. Oh, that just sounds like some... Anyway. um, What were you going to say? (laughs) Nah, don't worry about it. (laughs) (laughs) Um, See, uh, that's the thing. Like, I'm so liberal. It's... But at the same time, it's like, I don't know. I read this with a Valley Girl accent. <laughs> that's my fault. That's all me. But is, is it because that's like, do you guys know the person that wrote it? Or? No, I have no idea I, who this is. Oh, okay. Did I, you see the name? I, I just saw the word detox the, and immediately um, started judging. It's the, uh, <laughs> that's all me. I'm sorry. Oh, okay. Okay. Uh, I'm just like skimming through and I'm seeing what feminine in quotes. Oh, great. Feminine. LGBTQ. Stop. There's should be a plus mark there anyway um quote sissy i'm just like picking the words that stand out to me and toxic masculinity this is this is this is an op-ed right uh yes okay well that makes me feel better but <sighs> yeah people people read this i went to this the mids Midwinter's Laughter, Midsummer Night's Dream. <laughs> okay, that's a play on words. Oh, okay. I, do. <laughs> I, okay. I heard about that. It sounded fun. It yeah. was so much fun. So it's current affairs, it's, you know, it's mm-hmm. lively. Alright. It's, mm-hmm. it's not, I wouldn't say it's, qu- oh, I went to this as well. This was really good. Um, I wouldn't, I, it's just that the last word and the bigger yeah i mean if i okay so it's what displayed like this yeah so you pick it up you open it pretty pictures but on the back like one of the very first thing you see is the masculinity detox i get that okay also if you look at the um like the little blurbs that are um like the previews of the different articles on the front Mm -hmm. most of them are the more um liberal or um left-leaning articles even though like you said there does tend Mm -hmm. to be a fairly um fair distribution sure. within. Yeah. So. Yeah. Sorry, I'm just weird enough because <laughs> no, there's an actual newspaper in front of me. Student, yeah, and that's, to be fair, like, to be completely clear, this is not to say that I think that the student movement, like, needs to change or anything like that. I like the student movement mm-hmm. as it is. I enjoy reading, like, um, opinion pieces that I disagree with because it provokes me to think more. Yes. And be able to better develop my own opinions, um, and so I, I appreciate having that. Mm-hmm. But I also think that um, they're having a. Um, I think that a lot of people um, don't appreciate it as much, um, and for a lot of people, I think it can come off um, in a much. I like I try to give people the benefit of the doubt. So if they say something that sounds like, like I could take offense to it. I'll like try not to just immediately jump to that, um, but there are people who will. Yeah. And yeah. there's a lot of stuff that, like I said in that article, mm-hmm. that like I had some gut reactions. I had to like no, like <laughs> calm down. But there, yeah, no, there's lots of things that people would be um, extremely mad about. But they're not gonna. But they don't. They, um, um. Like, I can't see a world um, right now where they walk out in the street and then start protesting about um, whatever article that was in the student movement. I can totally see the opposite happening, though. 
People like to go off. It's fun. I mean, you, you also have to realize that these are all students. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Remember, yeah. like, these aren't, like, Nobel Prize-winning <laughs> Pulitzer. I don't know what whatever the writing awards yeah. that you get national-wise, but, I mean, unless, you know, one of them ends up doing it, hey, props to them in the future. Hey, so, but... You know, I guess in a way, the, sen- the, the sense of it being genuine is still there because that mm-hmm. is their view, you know. Yeah. Unless, I don't know how their editing process is, whereas, you know, you have to take this, this um, paragraph off because it's just it's too much. Mm-hmm. Or where, like, oh, just reword it a little bit differently. But at least the sense of, you know, it being genuine is, is still there because, like, it's still, you can still tell a student wrote this. Yeah, and again, I'm not advocating that they change anything. I like the... Um, that it does feel genuine and it doesn't feel as edited. Um, I'd hope they wouldn't try to push more editing for things because I think being able to allow people to express their opinions in as um, unhindered a way as possible is um, the most healthy way to have a, um, a productive discourse. And, but that is a opinion that I hold that a lot of, I think a lot of people um, don't necessarily think the same or are not willing to um, put those, um, even if they would say that they believe that, they aren't willing to put those beliefs um, in front of other things and so will um, react very negatively to it. I hope we're not, you know, presumptuously assuming that they'll assume and mm-hmm. it's like this, you know, back and forth thing because like you're your scenario, your social experiment scenario with, mm-hmm. like, the cafeteria. I think intent is really important, and I think one person at a time, one conversation at a time, I wouldn't necessarily go to a group of people in the cafe and just, like, these are my political views, and, you know, yeah. It's, yeah. it doesn't come up that way. Yeah. So, so, so like, in conclusion, so mm-hmm. it's just, just be mindful, be mindful of it. And also, I would, I would just want to restate it and just say, like, being because one of the as a transfer student from a different college one of the things one of the things that i remember from this um what a specific professor law professor in my old college was if you're not offended you're not learning and i take that um everywhere i go in regards to having conversations which is Mm. you know in this is the time in your life well i guess i i I can only um People in the student body can only relate to this because they're around the same age, age range, and say this is the only time in your life where um, you will have people that around the same age talking to you and also introducing these different um, viewpoints, right? Whether it's politically, whether it's religiously, or whether it's anything in general, and that falls into you to say what are you gonna do with it, mm-hmm. and more like also the the use of assumption, which is don't assume someone or someone else just because they're in the opposite side thinks you know more radically than you do in in the same retrospect mm-hmm. yeah but hey yeah. that that's that's the whole purpose of a discourse so mm-hmm. yeah. yeah i thank you all for you know saying your different yes. different viewpoints different opinions you know it's always a pleasure talking to you guys and yeah, until next time. <laughs> <laughs>